it's time to experience the Synergy Connection Show with your host, Lucy Forsting. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Synergy Connection Show, where over the past, I guess, five and a half years now, um, I've been trying to help everyone understand how truly complex we are as human beings and that we have four kind of like sides, if you want to look at it that way. We have an intellectual side and that's, you know, when we're in school and we're learning things and hopefully we're learning all the way to the day we die. And we have a physical side, of course, and we have an emotional side and everyone is well aware of that one. And we have a spiritual side and that connects us to that higher power or to our angels, uh, archangels, however you want to look at it. It doesn't necessarily mean religious, but for some people, it is also connecting to their religious side. And when those sides are out of balance, um, I kind of explain it the way if you've sat at a restaurant and you've had a wobbly table, it's really not as functional as if the table was balanced. And that's the way we are is that if our sides are out of balance, then it's going to be very wobbly and we're not going to be able to live our best life, in my estimation at least. And I have seen this over and over again. I've been a psychotherapist for over 40 years and I keep seeing it over and over and over again that people have wonderful maybe physical lives. Um, I worked with the Green Bay Packers you know, when I was in Wisconsin and that is a uh, definitely a physical specimen but they were filled with anxiety because if they get injured or if they're not performing quite up to you know the coach's standards, their careers can be finished. And the same is true for any other profession. So we can have one or more of our sides working really, really well for us. And maybe one or two of them are not working so well. So the show is geared towards helping you understand how to live your best life and I have as a new um, guest with me today, Julia Harrell. And before we get started with her, I want to remind everybody that all of the shows are archived at SynergyConnectionRadio.com. And you simply go to uh, shows or show notes. And there's, I don't know, 28, 29 pages now of shows there. And you can scroll through and you can look for maybe the guests that you want to hear and click on that. There's a little synopsis with each and every show. If you're going just to Spotify or Apple or Google or iHeartRadio, um, there's close to 200 shows there. And so you can do the same thing. You can scroll through and find your favorite guest and listen. And I always have a guest on more than once. Um, they're usually on two or three times because I think what they bring to the show you can't do in just a 30 or 35 minute show. Um, and there's always a link that will take <coughs> you their website so that you can contact them. Additionally, you're going to see Boomer products. I've been using them for coming up on eight years now. And I just encourage people go to their website, look at their products. Um, you want to look for things like the barley. It's unique. It's a sprout. It's not a grain. So people who have gluten intolerance can use this. It's made for boomers out of Canada. So it's very unique. It reduces inflammation and rebuilds muscle. And two other things that I point out most shows is here we are in the middle of winter. I know people that are getting COVID or getting RSV. Um, 
That's because your immune system is not where it needs to be. So ask your doctor to give you, when they do the labs, because they won't do these unless you ask. You want a D as in David, three test. That's your immune system. That number needs to be above 70. Most people, when they get it, it's like in the 40s, if they're lucky. And um, that means their immune system isn't able to fight off viruses and bacteria very easily. Um, the other test that you need is a C-reactive protein, and that one is the level of inflammation in your body. You want that number below 0.5. And because I've been using their products for so long, my immune system is like a 103. Um, so it's high. I think I could probably fight off almost everything. And uh, C-reactive protein, like I said, you want it below 0.5. The last time I had mine done in last summer in August, it was a 0 0.01. So you want that number very low because every disease begins with inflammation. Um, so just, you know, try to keep those things in mind. You'll hear me talk about that on each show. If you decide that you want to try any of the products that Boomers has, then if you put my first name in the discount box, you're going to get 15% off of your order. So that can be a nice number depending on what you're ordering, but um, just remember to put L-U-C-Y in the discount box. Okay. Hi, Julia. Hi, Lucy. Wonderful to be here. Thank you. You're very welcome. Um, all right. So the topic we're going to look at is can we change our old patterns of beliefs? And I shared with you, you know, in the very beginning before we started recording that so many of my clients over the years have entrenched 20, 30, 40, sometimes 50 years of beliefs. And it's really hurting them. And it not only hurts their relationships, but it hurts them physically. But you're a clairvoyant. And so I wanted you to talk about it from your position. What do you see when you're working with somebody that has these you know, negative, uh, harmful beliefs that they just can't let go of? Sure. It's so interesting to look at it from a clairvoyant perspective because everyone's different and we all have our kryptonite somewhere. <laughs> yep. You know, we have our, our superpower that exists somewhere, strong leader for some, uh, love oriented for some, maybe devotional style for some, harmony oriented. Let's put everything in balance. So we have that hard drive of who we are at the core. And these to me show up when I'm looking at people, they're like, colored pictures sometimes around their physical space. And so um, to back up for a moment, I learned this tradition from uh, uh, two generations of master teachers. Mm -hmm. So my teacher had been dead and back seven times. He's fully finished and graduated now, but uh, <laughs> it's like every time I turn around, oh, and Michael's dead and back again. Oh, goodness. Okay. <laughs> but he laughs and he teaches us about vibration, which I hear you talk about too, as yes, a Reiki master and the importance of raising our vibration. Mm -hmm. So this is where this training comes from. Somebody who's literally been there and back, been there and back, been there and back seven times. And um, so my magical number, seven and 11 are both my magic. Ah, yes. 
So uh, I started studying in the 90s, just quick background uh, of this technique of learning how to open my own abilities to be able to see truth, really. And so when I'm looking at someone, there's there's a step-by-step strategy to do this. And I teach people too, of how to look at energy. So when I'm looking at somebody, it they've got sort of the hard drive of a color that that is them at the very core, you know, a leader, a guide for others, a mentor like that. And it's, it shows up in particular colors, not to be memorized that this color means this or that color means that, because there's infinite variations of each color, of course. But that's what it shows up to me. So an example of a limiting belief uh, from recently, I get a lot of testimonials, as I'm sure you have over the 40 years and your work in therapy. So I have certain things I can talk about, no particulars about who they are, where they are. But there was one just uh, a day or two ago of um, very interesting in terms of what does it look like? So um, reading a woman and um, there was a question about uh, relationship space between mom and daughter. And so when I look at that, I'll look at where is the daughter's energy? What is her makeup? What is mom's energy? What is her makeup? And then what does the communication space look like in between? And so they're all kind of different color patterns. In this case, the communication space was really it's like as as people, they they got each other, they loved each other, but the communication space had a lot of like these gray looking shards in there. It was just very interesting. But the part that was affecting her a lot was an interesting line of energy going from mom's heart space, like a cord, probably talk about energy cords in your work and certainly in Reiki and stuff, energy cord being like a telephone line that's communicating information from one to another. This was a cord going from mom's cord into the daughter's belly. And, and I'm just looking, I'm curious and wanting to help her in the session. And I look and it go, oh, it plugs right in just below the ovary. And, and then her energy puckers around that where the cords plugged in. And sure enough, she said, yes, I have a medical diagnosis right there on my left side. And it's, it's right where that cord is plugged in. So the thing about that is you get the right medicine and the strategy to help it. But if that cord is still plugged in and her body is puckered around that in a way that you would like a thorn in your body and your body kind of grabs up to it with inflammation, you know, like that's a foreign energy that's needs to come out. So um, the cord went in, you know, to re- very specific in, in the body. And, but that's, that's one thing. So it's communicating a certain amount of in- information and you can tell by where it's plugged in too. So from the mom, it was coming from the heart space. Like you're my baby. I'm going to take care of you. Love, 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 love. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then going into her female space, right in, into the ovaries and um, a cord from an adult to adult, of course, as you know, is, is not helpful. It's, it's management. I want to manage the other person's behavior. And so this, this is mom at, you know, they're very adult at this point, still trying to manage (laughs) that space. Mm. And so um, one of the interesting things about energy cords, when you look at it too, is 
it wouldn't bother you so much, except there's got to be an outlet that it's plugged into. Just like a telephone wire is just a wire, but you have to plug it into two outlets to convey information back and forth. Right. So then we look at what's the outlet it plugs into. And uh, I, you know, I don't remember specifics, but a lot of things can happen in that. Like, let's take an, uh, an example of a love relationship. And uh, uh, just as an example, a male to a female, you're the only one for me. And it plugs right in, in there. And the person thinks, well, that's, that's the only guy for me, but wait a minute, we're divorced. And now I can't find another date. (laughs) So you can remove the cord and we say remove rather than cut because then all the resentments or problem energies are still there. It's Mm -hmm. just the cord. When you look at it clairvoyantly, it would still be hanging there because it's, it has the outlet. So, so two parts, you look at the cord where it's actually engaged from person to person and then look at what's the, What's the outlet? What's our own space? And this is the key, really, it always, isn't it? How, how we decided. Mm-hmm. And she's really a natural healer. She loves helping people. And being a natural healer as a child growing up and uh, looking, when I looked at mom, it looked like mom had some sort of, maybe she would have had a mental diagnosis in her age, uh, her age group. She didn't have that access because there was sort of a, a fantasy space. She's very psychic, but not quite, it's not managed. So then it would, would have probably fallen into a diagnosis code of some sort. So then there was unpredictability mm-hmm. growing up. And so for the daughter as a young healer, trying to help manage mom. Uh-huh. And okay. so the outlet had to do with, I'm a healer, I'm here to help, let me help. And so that allowed the cord to stay there even way into adulthood. And so taking a look, you know, just it's like looking 3D, looking on a virtual reality goggles or something at how that would um, how that would play out. For this example, the key was in letting go of the need to help to to save mom might have been the right word. And so forgiveness, isn't that the, at the core of everybody you work with for really letting go of patterns? Yeah. Well, forgiving self as well as others. Yeah, that's what I find as well. Yeah. So that's what on was on the outlet plugged in was um, she kept trying to solve the problem with mom, kept trying to solve, which was her natural healer ability trying to trying to change mom, trying to save mom or whatever. Mm-hmm. And by letting go of that part, then you can really easily take a look at the cord and, and, and let that go. I find across the board, and I'm sure you do as well, that it comes down to a decision that we make about ourselves mm-hmm. that's letting go or forgiveness, you right. could say, is where the real magic is. True. And you know, how many people, the old expression of, of people that are worry warts, yes, it's because they can't let go. They feel like they somehow have to get in there and manage the situation because if they don't, horrible things will happen. So I'm sure you see that too. Yes. And from, to paint a picture of what it looks like on a clairvoyant level, 
someone sitting, someone sits down in front of me and they're smiling and they're having, you know, a nice time, but I see this gray ball of energy 12 inches out from their right shoulder. And I look at it and it has the frequency vibration of worry. Mm-hmm. And I go, well, that's curious. You know, you look at who's the person here. Okay. This is a person that loves love. They want to give and receive love. And that's on one color vibration. But then there's this patch of energy that's not them. It's like this gray energy. It's not who they are, but it's an energy sitting here. In this case, maybe it can, it, it has worry energy to it. If worry is sitting there in their space, they're going to feel worry and they're going to express worry. But what if they picked it up from someone else too? Mm-hmm. This is a very interesting thing I see, especially with somebody might identify as an empath or a highly sensitive person mm-hmm. or all kinds of intuitives too. It's, it's like a matching vibration of being able to pick that up. And the hard part there is you go, I've got worry energy. I need to solve the worry energy. Let's, let's step back for a moment and see, is it all my worry energy? Because Uh I might've picked some up from my environment, from coworkers going through something. I have my own worry, but you know, we can always solve our own energy, but we can't solve somebody else's worry. And you think, okay, well, worry energy here and and um i'm gonna let it go but if they don't really let it go then they they go next door the worry energy still a foot off to their right shoulder they go for a walk the worry energy still a foot off from their right shoulder they read a book about worry their that worry energy is still there they have to really um let it go and and forgive so that's and there's there's tools and strategies for all of that but that's sort of what it looks like is these different patches of clouds around us and sometimes limiting beliefs too will see like a popular one like a cage around their heart and it it literally looks like that you know start looking at oh there's kind of this gray brown energy and it looks like you know, is, is it, it, when the visualizations come in and just starting to describe it, uh, there was one the other day um, that was, I'm looking at a person's energy center below the belly button that has to do with family, relationships, um, uh, sexual information. But it's, it's this case, it was a lot about family. And, I, and I'm looking at the energy and I said, well, your your energy is covered up by this and I'm trying to describe it's like a piece of cloth with holes in it. And it had to do with um, like a, a tradition. This is what our people do when there's uh, when this is going on. And I kept looking and go, oh, it's grief energy. And so this piece of cloth is covering the grief energy in a way of this is how um, our family, our community deals with this. And then I went, oh, it's like a veil. Oh, so it's like you put a veil on and you have to have this uh, grief experience. And it was, it was, and that's fine. We express, we need to go through grief and you take whatever flavor you like. Mm -hmm. Um, But in this case, it was covering up her own energy and she's, she's wanting to move through it, but she'd taken on the mantle of, "I, I have to hold grief for the family. Oh, and so it was kind of covering up and overwhelming her with uh, a grief energy because it was like 
uh, if she's the head center for the family, you know, the main go-to person yeah. or the person that signs paperwork after the loved one has departed, right. um, having that uh, leadership position, then a lot of energy kind of goes towards them. And this veil was covering up. She was wanting to move forward and have her own experiences, but had the decision that I have you know, my family, my tribe goes through grief in this way. I have to hold in grief for 14 months first, then I can have my own experience. Wasn't that referred to in some cultures as sitting Shiva? Oh, could be. Yes. Where you, you, the family, and they would have a designated person quite often that was responsible for holding the grief for the whole family. And you know, you had to oh. wear black or you had to wear subdued colors for a period of time, and then you could move out. Very interesting. It wasn't part of her culture today, but it did have exactly that scenario to it. When I'm looking energetically, I'm like, this is a tribal decision, community decision. This is what you're supposed to do. But she's like, I don't know this rule book. <laughs> right. I wonder energetically if that can be passed on, you know, like from one generation to the next, even if your generation isn't doing it, the energy is still there from other generations. Certainly. And where I see it also is in the lifetime of the soul. Mm -hmm. So prior experiences that you come in with. Right. And you don't even know they're there. Right. It's like on the soul DNA imprint. Exactly. Exactly. I know for myself, um, and I probably have mentioned this in a, a show or so, but um, waterfalls have amazing memories for me. And I know it's from past lives mm -hmm. and um, you know, like farm animals. Uh, I, don't, I never had a farm, but I feel like I lived on a farm. And I know I had a past life reading where I was a Viking in the 1400s, a female Viking, but I was a healer. And I was told that whatever you have been in past lives, you bring that with you. And so I've been a healer of some sort, you know, in yes. every lifetime, I guess. So, yeah, I it would make sense to me that if sitting Shiva or whatever that culture might have been, you know, that that heaviness of responsibility would have been there. Yes. And if you think about a strong leader, someone comes in and they're here to guide and lead others, there can be a lot of strengths, obviously, to that. And if you look back on their timeline, oh, if you're the leader, you get more arrows at you because you're the one in there first. <laughs> exactly. You're at the head of the clan here. <laughs> and then you see, then I see like a strong leader that doesn't want to come out of the closet because of that memory of mm -hmm. if I start leading, um, I got to duck arrows. <laughs> well, I mean, think of the number of females that might have been healers in the past that were burned at uh, the stake because. They oh, were so many. And they weren't witches, they were healers. But yes. because they were standing up and doing things a little differently, the men of that particular time frame saw them, they had the power and saw them as deviants in some way, and therefore they needed to be uh, burned at the stake. So we have that happening as well. That I see all the time. Yes, that sort of DNA soul memory mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. definitely comes up. I really like the idea of unplugging because I've heard of cord cutting, you know, so much. Yes. And you're right. You know, when you cut it, 
it's not attached anymore, but all of the memories, fears, anger, resentments, that's still in there. And so yeah. if you literally unravel it and un and pull it out, unplug it, then it can heal. Exactly. I don't think people realize if like there's a, a marriage ends and you go, I'm cutting cords with that idiot. <laughs> well, <All right. laughs> you've kept uh, you've kept the, the maybe fear, resentment or uh, sort of problem energies that's still vibrating in your space. We talk about vibration as mm -hmm. you do. Mm -hmm. That's that's a vibration then that can be then magnetic to somebody else who's like, oh, let me plug right into there. You end up with another idiot. <laughs> Listen, I the one of the things that I share with almost everybody who's in relationship issues is I tell them that, you know, the 50% of the population has antenna looking for those who can help them. And 50% are people looking to help. And so in order to find a healthy relationship, you want to walk with that person, not necessarily be leaning in, I'll help you, thank you, I need your help, because those relationships seldom work. Yeah, it can be hard, you know, based on whatever's happened, like with the relationship breakup, and mm -hmm. you think, well, I don't want to forgive, that's an unforgivable thing that happened, and forgiveness we think of like sainthood or something it doesn't have to be all the way to sainthood you know if someone is just i'm willing to be willing mm -hmm. to forgive so mm -hmm. i can have my power back exactly because that's where the magic is we could talk more about like letting go versus it, it's not letting someone off the hook for something that happened that you're not in agreement with mm -hmm. um but the more we can let go we get our own power back. We gain our own confidence, truth, and strength. That happened. It wasn't okay. And I'm going to be willing to forgive so I can have my energy back. The well, and look at the number of people that carry excessive weight, not just a few pounds, but you know, 50, 100 pounds. And it's really all of the anger and the resentment and the hurt. And if they can process something like this, they can release that weight too. Um, because it, it the, the weight is just there because it was a protection. Yes, I saw one uh, gentleman came in one time, and I talk about this example sometimes, where this is when I was seeing people in person uh, before Zoom and giving a scan, and I go, oh, right calf or whatever. There's a knot of energy and it just, it's not moving. It's not moving. And he said, yes, I've had three surgeries there. Oh, wow. And the doctors said, I won't be able to walk without pain. And I'm reading the energies and the knot was something like, I said, it's about relationship, but it's unauthorized. It's not, it's like a forbidden relationship, you know, like the Capulets and the, what's, what's the Shakespeare reference? Capulets and the Montagues, you know, somehow it was um, unauthorized. You're not supposed to have that particular relationship. And I looked on the timeline. Okay, it's this age. And he went, oh, yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what that one was. <laughs> and oh, you're right. It's yeah. unauthorized. <laughs> wow. And, uh, and, and he's like, I haven't thought about that in ages. I'm going on with my life. And so, well, that's the trapped energy is your resistance because there's love i want to love this person but it's unauthorized and mm -hmm. those conflicting energies made a knot 
and he tried to solve it with surgery. We worked a little bit about understanding the situation and what was going on. And he was able to just totally let go, totally release. He's like, yeah, I want my power back. That was such a long time ago. I get it. Let's let that all go. And don't you know, he walked away from there and he said, I walked up to where I was staying and there was no pain right away by mm -hmm. that forgiveness. Uh -huh. And he said, I, I normally have pain here, but I kept walking another half mile. And he said, I can't find the pain. Oh, wow. That is so cool. Um, That's how much like we spontaneous can, healing. how much we can hold in our own space and, mm -hmm. and how it can affect us physically. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So when you're working with someone, um, not only do you see color, but you also see these energetic vibrational frequencies that are like tight in certain areas. You can see the tightness. Yes. That is really, really cool because I mean, there's so much healing that doesn't have to happen with intrusive surgeries if people will understand that their frequency causes much of the health complications, not just relationship, but health complications that yes. they have. Um, I, I'm going to share a, a quick little story here. Um, on the middle of November, November 14th, I was coming back from seeing my son in uh, Colorado. And uh, when I got off the plane, I went into the women's restroom and immediately fell. And I had kind of been asking in my own way, um, you know, I, I wasn't sure if I needed to relocate to Colorado, whether I needed to stay where I am in Florida. And I truly believe, and I don't know, this may be incorrect, but I truly believe that my own angels wanted to get my attention. So <laughs> I did fracture my shoulder. I am getting better. It could have been a horrible accident. You know, it was bad enough as it was, but it was just one of those wake up calls because yes. all of my support system is really right here. And I think they wanted to say, look around you. We're going to show you how many people are going to be there to support you through this. So I, you know, sometimes those kind of things happen and it wasn't an accident that I wanted, but maybe it was an awareness that I needed. I see that all the time. Yes. And when you look from spirit to spirit, so look at somebody's guides around them and the guides always really neutral. They don't care if you break up or, you know, <laughs> if you're with that person or you change jobs, they're like, did you learn something? Mm -hmm. Great. Let's mm -hmm. have another experience where you can work on that lesson mm -hmm. that's been on your docket mm -hmm. and they, they don't judge and they're there helping. Uh, we do have to ask for help if you want their support, but sometimes they'll help with the course correction of external stimuli. I had the entire rug pulled out from me a couple times <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. help me make a course correction. Right. And uh, it's always takes comes back to, well, look within, right. you know, right. that's where the answers are. And that is, you know, that's one of the hardest things for people to maybe understand because we live in an age where there is medication. And so mm -hmm. they want to be able to take the pill for whatever yes. the answer is, or, you know, like um, bariatric surgery, you know, the answer might be that you absolutely need to have it, but maybe you just need to learn how to eat in a healthy way. Um, so there's so many ways that we want instantaneous as opposed to 
the process, the journey, the understanding. I appreciate you talking about that because there's a lot of hacking these days, biohack this and that sometimes effective, but on a spiritual path, you have to develop a, a frequency. You know, it, I can have a healing or a gadget or something that it's assist, but that's not where my answer is. Or these oh. days, um, hallucinogenics and stuff. Um, right. That's that's a whole different department that I'm uh, I'm not engaged in personally. Right. But yeah, those those hacks um, for a spiritual path, we have to build the frequency to right. really take that next step. Oh, hey, listen, we could talk about so many things for probably hours, <laughs> but um, our show is basically over. And um, so I uh, want you to tell people how to get hold of you, because I would think the phone would be ringing off the hook after this show. And um, so let them know how to find you. I will have your website and maybe that's the best way um, at the end of the synopsis on this show. Thank you. Delight being here. You can find me at juliaherrell.com, H-A-R-R-E-L-L. -L. There's a free class on there, especially for sensitives and empaths. You get started right away. I have online courses available there and live um, courses as well. You can find me on the socials, Julia Harrell, uh, Spiritual Guide. I've got some Reels series on there. Um, people can check out pro tips for spiritual seekers and another one, ask your spiritual guide. So, um, that's the best way to find me. I have a speaking engagement coming up local Castro Valley in a summit called becoming a better you on February 17th, I believe. And uh, where so is that going to be? Castro Valley, California, in Bay California. area. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, well, anybody out there in California, please check that one out. And uh, I will have you back on my show. Uh, probably it'll be May at this point. Um, but um, I definitely want you back to continue this kind of conversation because it's so beneficial to so many people. Love to. Thank you. Absolutely. You're, you're very welcome. All right, everybody, please go out there and make this your best life. Um, please share. Julia's program today with family and friends so that they can maybe get their life back in balance and do some healing with Julia. And in the meantime, uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye, everyone. Boomers Forever Young is really making a name for themselves as an exciting nutritional company with products that really work. People from all over the country are starting to take notice. Their whole person approach to health and wellness, combined with their unique array of powerful natural health products, are setting them apart from all the other companies in the nutrition industry. Their customers love the one-on-one -on -one free consultations and the results they experience. Sound a little too good to be true? Then go online to boomerboost.com today and sign up for a free consultation with a product specialist or just give us a call at 1-800-861-4609. Again, that's boomerboost.com or call 1-800-861-4609 to join the thousands already experiencing the benefits of Boomers Forever Young products.